It's time. It's time. It's time for the show. Um, share it. We're not putting anything on it, right? No. Maybe I'll tag uh, Queen K or no, Canvas Closet on this. Um, hey, guys. How are you? Did you miss us? It's the Canvas Closet podcast with uh, Can Queen and MJ. Uh, I hope I hope y'all had a good weekend and a good um, holiday weekend and all that stuff. Uh, you are about to get highly educated with the Cannabis Closet Podcast with Can Queen. That's me and MJ. That's her. This is an adult content show with no limitations on subject, language, or actions. Opinions, views, and expressions may or may not be that of the hosts their guests or their subsidiaries. Please note that we are not medical physicians, nor are we attorneys. So all of the information that we share with you is based solely on our personal research, knowledge, and experience. Thanks for rolling up and showing up. And we hope you enjoy the show. We missed you guys uh, last week. We're happy to be back. What's up, MJ? She's, oh, you're muted. Uh, she, she's sitting in the, in the cannabis closet, literally. And I'm sitting in a hotel in Durango. Uh, so, so that's, that's crazy. Um, how are you? Good. We've kind of crossed paths the last couple of days. So we haven't, actually, 
stopped to like spend some time together trying to figure out catch up i mean i feel like time is going by so fast yet so slow like i'm like i feel like it's been a really long time since we had a show i know we didn't have a show last week but then you know the week before seems like it was so far away (laughs) i feel like see i don't feel that way at all i feel like fourth of july weekend was last weekend but that's also because <laughs> that's also because I keep reliving it. I keep yeah, you're still in you're still in dream dreamland. <laughs> yeah. So my friend, so so I like let's just start the show with this. We um listen, I'm not a big uh celebrator these days of the fourth of July. Um Please stop wearing the American flag. We all have done it, but we all know better now. So stop it. Okay. And it's um, also against flag. It's exactly, rules. exactly that part. So just stop it. We all know better now. There's the internet. You can look it up. It's fine. Um, but um, <laughs> I bought tickets last year to Dead & Company's last tour, all three Boulder shows, like all three of them, because because it's their last, it's the, it's the, like the final tour or whatever. So I was like, I'm not going to miss a day of this. Right. So I did that last year and I had, I had plans in mind for it. And all of those plans worked perfectly in my favor. So I was really happy about that. Um, but I just want to start. I just want to start by saying that somebody the other day was like, "Oh, you're a real. You're like a deadhead," and I was like, "I am absolutely not that. Like, I actually, I've never not enjoyed their music, but I've never been like, ah, let's go. To, you know, I've never been to a concert before. Uh, my first concert was in October of 2021 when we went. Um, for Dead and Company. That was my first Dead and Company concert. I never saw the Dead in concert. Um, I, like a lot of people who aren't like super fans or whatever, have heard their music, but like most of the music that I had heard prior to the last three years, I guess, um, was, uh, was mostly like studio stuff. And so when I talk to people who were like, I'm going to have to listen to this. So the person was like, I'm gonna have to listen to this because I've been posting like the, like the set lists and the posters. Cause they have a, a poster for every concert, um, for every show. So, and then they listened to it and then they were like, I think I need to be high to listen to this. And I was like, honestly, listen to their live stuff. Because the live stuff is where you can like really feel the music, in my opinion. So with that said, um, we went to three nights. We collective, we went to three nights of Dead & Company uh, in Boulder, which is one of their favorite places to perform. So it was super iconic and Boulder welcomed them with open arms and it was amazing. Um, You went with me the first night. It was absolutely mind blowing. And then my friend went with me the last two nights and he is a deadhead. He's like full blown. He's been a huge fan since he was a kid. So, and, and why you're, why, and why really, you have yeah, invested what, more time and energy. What sparked my interest. And it's not 
listen, I hang out with a bunch of deadheads. I, I know a bunch of people who are super into Grateful Dead and into the music. Uh, but none of them are historians. And none of them are your special friends. Well, that too. But none of them are historians. <laughs> I mean, that helps, but like literally, I'm not saying like he doesn't have a degree or anything in the dead, but he could honestly. So the, the last two nights of the concert, the, the first, the first guitar strum, he would be in my ear telling me what the song was like, this is, and then he would be like, oh, this is like the 1973 version, like stuff like that. And so along the way, while I've been like listening to their live stuff more and like going to concerts more over the last couple of years, uh, or last three years, I guess. Um, I've gotten kind of like a history lesson on the dead and it makes the music just knowing like where it came from. I, I, I take music really seriously. So like music moves my soul. Um, if I'm listening to something, it's because I'm feeling a certain way or I'm trying to make myself feel a certain way or, you know, like I listen to my bad bitch anthems and shit, you know, all that stuff. Um, but yeah, so so listening to to these guys play live, you can like really feel the music, in my opinion. So the first night we decided that we were that we were going to do mushrooms the week the weekend I decided that I was definitely going to just, I have a rule that I don't do mushrooms two nights in a row, but we have these mushrooms. Um, do you want to give a shout out to them? Um, I mean, I don't see why not. So we have these mushroom. Yeah. yeah so we have, yeah. So yeah, they're, yeah. We, could so we have these mushroom great. candies from a company called magic kingdom. And they're super fast acting, but we didn't, we haven't used them. Like it's been a while since we've used this brand and like, didn't even think about it. So, and I feel like even when we did, we were tentative the first time. And so we, we didn't even really uh, consume that much to the point where I was like, I wish we had consumed more. Right. Um, and so, and then I also don't think that they were as fast, like fast acting. I think that the, what we ate we we ate the, the, the gummy we ate the gummies but with no they were just we yeah. all we ate only mints that whole weekend no i know the first time we had them though we ate oh the, the first time yeah yeah and we only had a couple and we only had a couple mm -hmm. and we should have had a couple more yeah <laughs> but so, no um so fast acting my goodness we were like oh it's fine every we were like we're walking we're walking from parking or we, we agree which is a mile away which is a mile away, but we Not did far. take the rickshaw halfway. Well, and I was like, well, it was a little more than a mile away because by then the time we found, found parking, but we had walked and we started when we got out of the car and we're like, well, we'll start here. And every time we take a turn, we'll take more. Two. Because they're little, because they're, they're, they're little. The, the measurement right. on them is like, a, you know, a, yeah, whatever. Mm -hmm. So we're like, okay. And then we decided to take the rickshaw and then we're like, let's just eat them all. Um, so, and yeah, that ate, was like, bad not idea. <laughs> not we a bad idea. All of them. <laughs> no, we, we ate. Them all. We had we eight. Ate, we had a piece. Chicken, yes, we had eight we a piece before we even got through the gate. Before we even made it through the gate, and so because they are quite a bit more fast acting than like regular mushrooms, 
we're standing in a crowd of people. It is hot. People are agitated. They, they are ready to see dead and pushing. We're, we're very we're close early. together. <laughs> He's holding my arm because I'm like, um, why am I here? Why am I in public right now? Like, that's how I felt. I was like, I can't. My head was super kind of foggy and stuff. And then we got in. And it was fast. We got in really fast. We it found- was really fast. Once we actually, the door, we it started moving. Right. And once the doors were open and started moving, it was really fast. We found excellent seats that we, that I ended up staying in that section all weekend. Um, we met some cool people. We had like kind of a barrier around us. We sit down and there's this guy that sits down next to us. What was his name? Alex. Alex. Holla. What's up, Alex, if you ever see this? Um, if you ever remember our names. What the fuck <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I am not. He's like, his I even face, said that. <laughs> he's so funny. His face. He was sweating, and it's not because he was hot. Okay? It was hot, and we were all sweating. But we he was, like, sweating. sweating in this different way. Different way. You kept looking, because he was just sitting there and being very quiet and very zoned. And well, I his thought his eyes were like someone. this. I wasn't looking at his eyes. I was just like, kind of like watching. He was kind of sitting because we sat the way where we sat. We were right on the aisle, like right on the stair, you know, going down. So yep. we were just, you know, we stepped off the aisle and we're in our seats kind of thing yep. or into our little section. And so he sat down at one point and, and left some, left a space in between me and him because it was the aisle and then me and then Canna Queen. Yeah. And then people uh you know two rows behind us and shout out annie and doug annie and doug i gotta i want to make an appointment with them we're gonna go see them yeah we're gonna Um, talk more and uh they uh anyway so he was sitting like this i kid you not every time i looked over at him he was like this he was just focused laser focused his eyes were giant he was like and he was sweating and he was red and he was, it was like, and I was like, is he okay? Like <laughs> you did keep asking, is he okay? I'm like, he's, he's fine. He's fine. He looked um, not okay. And I was like, concerned. <laughs> so people keep trying to sit, keep people keep trying to step into our section. And all of us are in a collective like energy of like, nah, that's okay. <laughs> and so at one point I look at him. And um, I was like, are you waiting on someone? Someone, you know, and he's like, and he, he slides over. He's like, honestly, he's like, no. He's like, I'm not meeting anyone. He's like, but I just took a huge amount of. <laughs> Am I allowed to say it's hard? We can say yeah, right? it's right? Large amount of LSD. And I said, awesome. So we're meeting. So you're waiting for someone, right? <laughs> yeah like, like this seat like, is taken i just he's like i just don't want to be crowd uh yeah us crouched on and we were like cool so you're waiting for someone right we're saving this spot for your friend and he's like yeah so he he immediately he gets he gets wrapped into our our little safety uh zone and uh yeah and then he had like a little pocket of uh <laughs> yeah he had a bit <laughs> mushrooms. of mushrooms <laughs> on top of having the lsd he had a tit of mushrooms, like his pocket. He just had like, a little, like an A cup, just one little A cup sticking out. And it was a bag of mushrooms. He had a bag of, 
Uh, at one point, this guy, this drunk guy did try to like encroach on our space and we kind of looked around and nobody was really doing anything about it. But then Alex did something about it. I did something about well, it. Well, you, yeah, but then Alex, I was like, no, I, I, well, I asked. He was standing I was like, in front of us and we were fucked up. Yeah, and we all looked at each he other. He kept like waving looked- us off. Every time we would say something to him, he would be like, whatever. And he then he literally like, like kind of like, I, no, he didn't, but I almost felt like he wanted to push me in the forehead because I was like, excuse me. Cause I was like, are you moving was, through? I was trying to be nice. I was like, you move right, through. Right. And he's like, I was like, you gonna, and I kind of pushed and he would like lean against me when I went to push him, he would lean up back against me. And so I was like, I looked at, I looked behind us and at the people you had our group and they were all like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And so Nobody finally I looked at Alex, I looked at Alex and I was like, will you help me with this? And he's like, yeah. And so I start pushing oh, him and shit. then he starts pushing him. And then the couple that, you know, on the end and finally right. the guy moved along, but it was like, what the fucking fuck? Uh, the question on the table is, are you okay? I think you're going to need to explain the ice pack to everybody. Oh, yes. Um, I am okay. Um, I I have a weird tomato allergy. And if I'm not careful, I will break out in hives. And apparently I eat more things and more tomatoes than I, I thought I did this week. Right. And so last night, I thought I, it was also going away. So I had Benadryl, I was taking Benadryl. And then I woke up this morning and I felt like my eyes were super puffy. So it's just a cold compress to kind of help the puffies. We're we're broken, y'all. I've been using um cold and warm compress on my back all week. I know. I was like, shit, you left and I have the tens unit. And I'm like, what I need to get I, I could not move. <laughs> I could not move on Monday afternoon. I was done. And then yesterday was a little bit better, but it was still difficult. Yeah. No, nah, because we would throw more elbows if somebody tried to, yeah. No. But this guy oh, yeah. was like super fucking tall. He, he was, was like super like than seven us. foot tall. I know. And so, and then he kept like leaning into like and like intentionally blocking us. Like, like intentionally. No, sir. No, sir. And then we were like, what the fuck? Okay, I just have to say this. Thank you. Um, thank you. Thank you um, to Alex if he ever hears this. Um, and also. I'm just going to like, I want to talk more about the concert because it was excellent. I definitely want to talk about night two, which I think musically might have been my favorite night and why that is. But I just want to take a little bit of a detour and ask y'all about y'all's audacity because y'all be out here talking about not all men. Y'all be out here talking about I protect women. I'm an ally to women. And then when women are like, yo, one of y'all's, one of your own is getting out of pocket right now. Suddenly y'all are silent. It's like, it's like crickets. So, so recently, just this little sidebar recently, there's a video going around. It's a viral video and it's these girls. I think they're walking around New York. It looks like New York. Um, And this guy compliments them but they don't respond because we don't owe you a fucking response. And we didn't ask for you to compliment us in the streets. Like literally we didn't, we didn't ask for none of your attention. These people out here who think that we dress, I don't dress for you. I wear a crop top every single day of my life, just about. And a lot of those days 
include me not leaving my house. So fuck you if you think that what I'm wearing is for your attention. It is not. It is because it's what I like and I feel sexy in it. And I like looking at my abs in the mirror. I ain't gonna fucking lie. I'm not fronting about it. My abs look amazing right now, especially because I've been fucking doing the work anyways. So they don't fucking respond to his cat calls, which is what it is. Nobody asks you for that. So then he loses his whole mind in the streets of New York. All these men around, nobody says shit to him. Talking about why would you wear that if you don't want my attention? If you don't want attention, if you don't want to be complimented, why would you wear that? You should just wear a bathrobe. Like we can't fucking win, okay? You should just wear a bathrobe. And then he said, you're lucky you don't end up in my trunk. Excuse me, sir. Not a single man said a single fucking thing to this person. He ended up getting arrested because he was causing a public disturbance, but not because he was harassing women. Sidebar number two, y'all be out here talking about, oh, baby, you so sexy. And then you get us in your fucking grips talking about, I don't want you to hang out with men no more. I don't want you to do your job no more. I know you're a model, but you can't pose in bikinis. Oh, no is this the whole, oh, see, I caught this like. It's crossing my boundaries for you to have bodily autonomy, basically. You know what? Jonah Hill, you are lucky to have a career, my my man. You nepotism uh, is a, is a real life thing and there's there's no there's no universe where you have your career without nepotism first of all and to think that you have control over somebody else's fucking whole career when you met this girl she was a model a surfer and hung out with other surfers and you love that about her and then when you get her, and men do this all the time. It's not just a celebrity. Y'all do this all the time. Hashtag not all men. Okay, but like, but like, like that whole Kiki Palmer thing where his, where, where her, where her baby daddy, who don't even have a fucking job, has the fucking audacity to have a fucking public conversation about what she wore to a fucking Usher concert. Let me tell you something. My ass would be all the way out for Usher. Who's going to tell me I can't? Who's going to tell me I can't? If you don't like it, you don't have to fucking be here. And when you met Kiki Palmer, she was a bomb-ass bitch. When you met her, would you think she wasn't going to continue to be a bomb-ass bitch now that she's with your stupid ass who's I know. like, what? what are you even talking about? So anyways, I just wanted to side note on that. <laughs> because men have the fucking audacity and then they want to talk like i don't like i i don't want to hear not a single motherfucking one of y'all talking about being an ally for women because if i ever catch you in a video keeping your whole mouth shut when a man is disrespecting women police your own Get your house in order before you start talking about what i should and should not be wearing in the streets and who i should and should not be hanging out with Get your house in order. Police your people. Okay? Yeah. Okay? So. Yeah, but dudes don't talk. They don't even talk to each other like, talk. nope. Nah, and that's well, your, just, that's the problem. Gonna, you know, yeah, that, exactly. They, they just, that's the problem. The, you know, every, ugh, nope. Mm -mm. So, so, night two, my favorite night musically, um, 
for those of you who know Dead and Company, you know uh, some of the performers. Um, O'Teal is one of my my favorites. has has been becoming one of my favorites over time. And he did a version of High Times that made me physically feel like I felt I felt super vulnerable, super like uneasy. Like I was being like exposed. That's the word. I felt super vulnerable and super exposed while at the same time, it felt like it was just me, my friend and O'Teal standing in that stadium. Literally, like it literally felt like that. It was just like both of those feelings at the same time. And I love it when music makes me feel that way. I just, I just love it. And then they, they, you know, there was just a couple songs and in both of those sets that really like, just, I don't know, made me feel amazing. Um, that one, uh, they, the rendition of they love each other and fire on the mountain that night was absolutely amazing. And then night three, also some fucking amazing songs I wanted to hear in at least one of the nights I wanted to hear not fade away and they played it on night two. So I was, I mean, on night three. So I was super excited to hear that. And then Dave Matthews came out. I know that, that like, <laughs> I was like, like I turned like, around and I was like, what? Or no, you what? didn't say, guess what? You were just like, and I don't even know we were talking I said, about I said, this, and then all of a sudden you said you said Dave Matthews and I was like this like, you like, said, like he's how there was, like <laughs> how was night three you said how, something like how was night three and I go bitch yeah. Dave Matthews yeah. <laughs> I couldn't even fucking believe it it was such a great and soulful um concert but all three nights i felt like we got funk on a first night i think we got some blues on the second night and then the third night was like more rock and roll but it was absolutely fucking amazing and then there was this amazing drone show at the end that too uh, 600 drones so cool and uh, kudos to these technicians these light and sound and uh right. that they have been you know because from what I can tell that just seemed flawless. I mean, I've seen lesser uh, drone shows be janky as fuck. And they had, this was... they had a drone show in Castle Rock and it was all these like cliche things like the American flag, and, like happy Fourth of July. But this was all like dead and company, iconic like things. The bear so... walking. And yeah, yeah. The dancing bear. They made the bear dance and change colors in the sky. So it was like dancing. They had a, a steel, a steely in the sky, steal your face in the sky, which if you guys have ever seen it, it's, it's like that skull and it has like a center piece with usually a bolt in it. Um, but they change that centerpiece all the time. And you know what I want to find? Cause I saw the artwork for it. I want to find um, merchandise, t-shirt, whatever, like maybe even um, grateful Fred will create one, but I want to find a steely with, the fire dancer in it which is the dave matthews dancing lady symbol that they use for for the dave matthews band and since he was there i think that would be really cool and i've seen the artwork for it um but um that was an amazing night 
I'm so glad I bought all three nights. It was, it was so great. We, the, the mushrooms that we took were so fucking clean that I could do them every night. So I, three nights in a row, I definitely took those mints and I was flying the whole weekend and it was amazing. And then I slept for like two days after that. I know that's what I was saying. the thing that though um, I I just did the one night and and was down for a day and a half so I <laughs> yeah it was... and it wasn't even that I was down it was just that I was like um, I, it was just more mentally I was like no I'm just gonna take this time to just and not that I had to but because I wanted right. to and then no. I was just like I'm going to my body was tired, but I wasn't, I didn't feel like sometimes after doing like a macro dose of mushrooms, I do feel like a depression. Like I feel like got to crawl inside of myself for a little bit, but I didn't feel like this at all. And that's also why I don't do it two days in a row. Like not a macro I'll do micro doses every day, but, um, not, not, uh, larger doses. And I just felt like when I woke up the next morning after the first night, I, that I, I just didn't feel that grogginess, that weird crawl inside of yourself feeling. And so I just kept fucking going, fucking kept going. Um, yeah, we met some interesting people as you do at those shows. I mean, there's so much more to say, but the it last just, yeah, a really great but, week. Weekend. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a fantastic really week. It was a fantastic week. I was really happy to see my friend come into town because it was like hit or miss. We weren't sure if he was going to be able to. Um, and then he was able to. And it was just like a really great weekend with really amazing music. Uh, I would say if you're not a fan of the Grateful Dead or you don't think you are, or you've not heard their music before, that I would go with a live album every fucking time. Yeah. Because that's I where love- soul is and actually um jerry garcia the one of the original founders of the band um even said that at one point in an interview at least one interview that i've seen him say that they actually they actually did not prefer doing studio albums they actually prefer doing live and they sound amazing live uh because they feed off the energy of the crowd yeah Mm -hmm. um And, you know, it's even been said at shows where even if you're not doing, uh, you know, any drugs of any sort that you You still get those, you don't have to, you still get that uh, placebo or that uh, energy. And, um, and so it's, it just, I did it because I had made a conscious decision to do so, but you really don't have to. And if we had gone night two without them, I would have been totally cool with that too. It would have been amazing. Um, or, you know, whatever, but, um, I will say about the drone show, last thing on this, and then we'll move on to the next uh, thing, which I don't even have the show notes up right now, so I have no idea what that is. But um, <laughs> I do. It's- <laughs> before, the drone show started, before the drone show started, I kept looking up and seeing this red light in the sky. Now, you guys, I've been watching Ancient Aliens, like, nonstop. Like, it's playing in the background. I find it really interesting that people who look like that want us to take them seriously. <laughs> I do. And I, I want to take them seriously. I want to believe what they're saying, but like you, you're, you look how you look and you chose that. So I don't even know what to say about it. Um, but so we're at, we're at the concert. It's night three. I'm 
mushrooms, mushroomed out and fucking high as fuck, right? Um, because security was so lax. We just brought all the drugs in. It was so lax. They were like, hold your hands up. Beep, beep, beep. You're good. <laughs> like, what? I just beeped. I don't know why I'm good. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I look up, I see this red light in the sky. And I don't tell anybody because I don't want him to think I'm crazy. I would have told you because you would have just been like, girl, you crazy. <laughs> but I don't want to be him to be like, this bitch, what? Stop watching TV. Um, so I keep looking up. There's a red light in the sky. And every time a spotlight hits it, it goes out. And every time a spotlight is off of it, it goes back on. And I was like, fucking aliens. What are we about to see? I was like, definitely aliens for like two or three songs. I was like, definitely aliens. It's definitely the aliens. And then I refocus back on the stage. And then the next thing I know, he goes, what's he? He's behind me, right? Hold on. Uh Oh, what's happening? I'll be back. I don't know. I'll be back. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to tell the story. So he, so my friend is like, what is that? What, what is that? And I look over and there's like a cascade of blue lights coming up from behind the stage. And it looks like a reverse waterfall is going up. And I was like, whoa, what the fuck? This is after, is this, this is before Dave Matthews comes out. So they still have another surprise left for us. And then, it, and then it's, it's during um, a, a performance that they do every concert. It's called Drums Space. And so there's one, they, they do drums. They give, um, I wonder what's going on. They, they give the guitarists a break and they just, pound out the drums and then they do this space bit what's happening nothing everything's fine and walter's home and he uh opened the door and so that's what i heard is the, oh, door, okay. the door so I was yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> and i took lady's collar off earlier when i was petting her i forgot to put it back on so i was like oh she go put that on so yeah okay um so so yeah the drones came up and then they and then they um they didn't make any particular like design at first because it was during the space portion of this performance and so it kind of looked like you know a starry sky or whatever but then it went into the steal your face and it had all these like different designs inside the steal your face and then they did the bolt inside the steal your face and the crowd lit up they did a rose they did a dancing bear they did a please be kind and it was really really cool and i really enjoyed it and i'm glad we went all three days and i don't know what we're supposed to talk about next because that that was that was it. That was, I was excited to talk about that. And, and the little, the little detour that we took about the actual audacity. Y'all need to stop. Listen, if somebody told you as a man, what you can and cannot wear, and I don't want to hear about appropriate, not appropriate. If somebody told you as a man, what you can and cannot wear out in public, you would not stand for that. You would not, you would not let anybody tell you what you can and cannot wear in public you will not will not do it and you might have a mutual respect with your partner about what y'all do and do not wear but that's between you and your partner but on the whole y'all ain't gonna let nobody tell you what you can and cannot wear who you can and cannot talk to like on the whole if you were at a concert 
uh, if you were at the Beyonce concert, okay, and Beyonce looked over at you and showed you a little bit of extra attention that she wasn't showing the rest of the audience and recognized you and called you out by name, you would not act any fucking differently than Kiki Palmer did at Usher or that I would, I would have been worse. Y'all don't tell me what I cannot do. Cause I'm going to tell you, I'm going to show you what I can do. The, I, yeah. the second a man tells me what I cannot do with myself and my body, I'm going to show him all the ways that I can do that. Mia, guess what? Let Watch me show me. you. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be embarrassed about that. I was just actually t- speaking of embarrassment. I know we're going to move on to the next thing, but speaking of embarrassment, I just want to say <laughs> not embarrassment, but um, I just want to, this kind of made me think about that. Um, I am, uh, I am looking kind of passively looking for like extra income. And so I've applied at jobs that I don't really give a shit about. (laughs) Like, are you going to pay me to be there? I'll be there. And I apply mostly at cannabis jobs because that's what I've been doing my whole career. But I did uh, apply for a management position at a car wash because I was like, how cool would it be to always be able to have a clean car? (laughs) I mean, uh, seriously, uh, you do have to, I do look at jobs with the perks of like, what do, car wash. what do I get? <laughs> so, so the reason I want to raise extra funds is because I don't want to dig into our, uh, our home money to, um, to buy equipment and do a build out for my grow room. So that's, that's the goal right now. Anyway, so I apply this job. And one of the questions, there's a couple pieces to this. So one of the questions on the questionnaire was, would you be willing to take a drug test and do a background check? And I was like, yes. And then in the little space that they allow you to like, if no, please explain. Well, listen, I didn't say no. I said yes, but let me explain something to you. Okay. I will not pass a drug test. I said this in the, in the little thing. I said, I just want to be real clear that I will not pass a cannabis based drug test. I will not pass that. I will pass with flying colors, a background check, but I will not pass a drug test if you're testing for cannabis. And I will not try to, (laughs) I'm not not here to pass your drug test. Do you want a manager? You don't want a manager, right? Because I'm good at what I do and I don't need to pass a drug test to still be good what I'm doing. So that was number one. Number two, this is just, Hey, listen, if you want to, don't take my advice. Maybe, uh, maybe I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but this is just how I feel about it. Also used to be a recruiter and I used to tell people to do certain things on their resume. And I still tell people to do certain things on their resume, but I'm gonna tell you why I didn't. Um, number two, if you ask for my resume, do not ask me to fill out an application. I will not do it. You either want my resume or you want me to fill out this application. Not both. You can't have both. Because on my resume is everything you just asked me for on that application. And I took the time to put this resume together and neatly type it. So you would have to read my handwriting on your stupid application. So (laughs) I don't fill those out. If it says fill in the application, I'll just be like, see resume. And I did that on this application. See resume. They want more information from me. I just got an email from them. And the third thing is that when I am talking to people about 
getting employment and they're taught and they're telling me that they might start looking outside of the cannabis industry, which is where they've spent a portion of their career, their work history. I often recommend, especially in places that are new to cannabis or don't have, you know, if you're moving to a state that doesn't have legal cannabis laws, you know, if you're moving from a legal state to a non-legal state, then I recommend kind of making your resume a little less cannabis friendly, like be more generic about use their holding company name as the people that you used to work for. Be more generic about the things that you did. So you don't need to talk about cannabis, but you can still talk about your cash handling skills and your people skills and all those things. So, you know, just take cannabis out of the equation. I did not do that. <clears throat> I did not do that. They got my resume just with a different email address because one's Canaqueen DGO, which is appropriate for the cannabis industry. And the other is F Vorhauer, which is appropriate for everything else. But I am not embarrassed or ashamed of my career in cannabis. And I'm not taking it off of my resume because it's a lot of my skill set because I've been doing it for over 12 years. And also, if you don't want to hire me because I was a hard worker in an industry you may or may not agree with, then we don't need to work together. No. We just don't. I know a lot. Of, I know that. Listen, I know when I say shit like that, I understand and realize that sometimes and a lot of times this comes from a place of privilege. I have the privilege to say I'm not going to do that. And some people like this is it. You need that job. So you got to do the things. But if you're ever at a point in your life where you don't need to bow down to them. I mean, like the simplest shit is like, like that whole not filling out the, the application when I've already, you've asked me for a resume. If you ask me for a resume, don't ask me to fill out an application. Oh my gosh. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, no. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I would say if you're going to stand your ground on anything in your employment search, that's the one that and I mean, I don't know if you're willing to pass a drug test. I'm not. I'm not willing to pass a drug test. No, There's, and in this, uh, yeah, we're medical, also medical patients. So period, like I'm going period. to be using cannabis and that doesn't, you know, mm -hmm. like. Also, I value my relationships more than I value what you're offering me in a job. My relationships come first in my life. Mm -hmm. And, and. Cannabis helps me with my depression and my anxiety. And it also helps me take a breath sometimes. Sometimes I just need to step away and take a breath so that I can have a real discussion like an adult has. And not all of us, most of us, were not given those skills to have those conversations without, you know, blowing up or whatever. And I have taught myself over the years in therapy and with cannabis to not all the time. But a lot of the times, take a step back and take a breath. Yeah. yeah. Let's have this conversation when we're when we've both taken a breath, you know? So mm -hmm. no, I'm not willing to give that up for any paycheck. There's no paycheck you can offer me that's willing that that will make me give up that peace of mind and that growth potential that I consistently have by utilizing cannabis along with the tools that I pick up in therapy, along with also mushroom therapy along with you know all the things all so. the things because it is not just one thing 
And there's no. a, you know, like, I, I mean, in life, you know, like one it's thing isn't going to fix everything. Let me tell um, you, if you're struggling right now, you are not, you are not rowing that boat by yourself. You are not rowing that boat. You're not the only one out there looking for a job, which is probably why it's making it harder to be honest with you, but you're not the only one. And do not, this point in your life is not the deciding factor. It's not who you are. It's not what you're about. It doesn't, um, it doesn't reflect on your, on your work ethic. It doesn't reflect on who you are as a person. If you're having, if you're struggling right now, I want you to know that you're not alone and it doesn't reflect on you poorly as a person, as a human being, because human beings struggle. And this is, I mean, I guess, I don't know what the next subject is, but I have a feeling that at some point we're going to talk about what the fuck's going on in America. (laughs) Problem. I think that is uh, exactly what we're moving on what? to. Uh, why is Canada Queen mad today and, and the Supreme Court fuckery? Um, I think we already covered the irrelevant opinions of men. Men, you guys, this is how I <laughs> This is my thing. Whenever I comment in the comment section, these are the men I'm talking about. Go ahead. These are the men I'm talking about. Meh. No. <laughs> They're the ones I'm talking about. Yeah. If you're not one of them, then doesn't apply. You shouldn't take offense. But if you are quiet in situations where women are being verbally harassed or attacked or physically harassed or attacked, and you say nothing, mm, you might qualify. You might qualify. I'll be real. Because, like, literally, you got to open your fucking mouth and put your own in their place. Um, listen, um, I think that when our forefathers uh, put lifetime appointments on the Supreme Court, it was because people were dying at 50. Now they live to a hundred. Okay. Right. Because they get a uh, pretty year. Because they get good health care that they don't offer to. <laughs> they don't offer to everybody else. So when <sighs> Roe versus Wade got overturned. First of all, before Roe versus Wade got overturned. When Brett Kavanaugh and what's that bitch's name? Got appointed. Amy Barrett, Amy, whatever. Anyways, fuck her. Um, when they when those two people got appointed, first of all, they lied under oath. Should be automatic ejection. If you lie under oath, you should be ejected from your job immediately. I don't give a fuck about a lifetime appointment. And also that rule needs to be changed. We can't have people in there living to 100 who don't understand what it's like to be 45 in 2023. Like what the absolute fuck the, the, the people in there that don't understand what it's like to be 23 in 2023 people in there that don't understand what it's like to be, you know, 37 in 2023. Like those are the people who are making decisions for us and mostly men making decisions about a woman's bodily autonomy is just mm, flaccid fucking energy and women agreeing with it is dusty as fuck. Mm -hmm. it's dusty as fuck 
Okay. Um, drink some water about it. Seriously. So when they overturned that, people were like, don't panic. It's just this one thing. But people who saw it happen or people who were affected by happening, which by the way, Roe versus Wade affected me 0%. 0%. I'm not getting pregnant. They can track my period every fucking day of their lives. I'm not getting pregnant. Okay. It doesn't affect me at all. But I knew in that moment that it was going to affect people that I loved affect people that I don't know, that I care about their bodily autonomy. And I knew in that moment that was going to affect every other fucking law that has been precedent for decades. Roe versus Wade was over 50 years old. It has been a law since, since I got here, since I stepped foot into this life. Since before that, I've never until recently lived a day of my life not protected. And then suddenly, people who swore they were not going to do what they did overturned Roe versus Wade. And, I, and they swore under oath that they weren't going to touch Roe versus Wade. And now, what were the most recent ones? Now, they did not push through the, so Joe Biden was trying to push a student loan debt, like, uh, forgiveness through. That didn't go through. They said, fuck, absolutely fuck not. What was it? What were the other things? Um, they're all on the tip of my tongue and I don't have them. Hold on. decisions 2023 let's see if i can just find a list um i know someone has to have compiled one by now i know npr probably did it this was june 30th okay student loans biden versus nebraska they voted six to three vote against it not to authorize it uh, LBGTQIA rights, 303 create. Oh, this one, this one, this motherfucker, this story right here fucking pisses me off so bad. They, this woman went to court, uh, because she did not want to be forced to create a website. Here's the kicker. The people she named, from what I understand, were not gay. So she named some couple. I don't know. That might be just like a, but anyways, the case pits two constitutional principles against each other. One on one side of the laws guarantees same sex couples equal access to all businesses that offer services to the public. And on the other hand, business owners who see themselves as artists and don't want to use their talents to express a message that they don't believe in. So she went to court so that she wouldn't have to design a website for a gay couple's wedding which I don't think she was asked to do. 
And she had never created a website prior to that. And the websites that she has created are mediocre and a gay man would not fucking purchase her services. So like, what'd you go to? But this, this law sets precedent for others. I don't have to bake your cake. I don't have to, I don't have to, you know, serve you in my restaurant. I, you know, whatever this, this sets precedent for that. And here okay. we go. I mean, this is, you know, we fought segregation, y'all. It's not just about color. Now we're talking about humans, just straight, right. yeah, not yeah. allowing humans into your space because you don't like it. So well, why don't you go live on an island somewhere by yourself then? Right, right. No, no, they don't want that. Um, I saw, I, I saw a TikTok recently about a lesbian couple who were, I don't know what state it was. I will try to figure that out at some point, but they were at a putt-putt place and they were being a little bit harassed by a patron there, but they weren't like flaunting or doing anything, which, what do you mean? They weren't flaunting. They weren't being a couple. That's so fucking stupid. But anyways, so they weren't doing like coupley shit, but at one point, one of them leaned in and kissed the other. So they kissed, they kissed and they did it in front of a child and the mother called the police oh, we and played, they were yeah. arrested for sexual harassment. And in that state, and I want to say it's like Florida or Texas. It's one of those fucking kind of, that's one of those states. Is this the, we played the TikTok the last show. Did we do it the last show? Mm -hmm. So, so then in that, that state, yeah, they're trying to make it a death penalty offense to commit any act of sexual, of, you know, like sexual assault or anything like that against a child. They're trying to murder gay people like that. Sure, kind yeah. of thing. Mm -hmm. So this law sets precedent for them to to do other laws that are going to harm our community. Um, and then the last thing, I don't know if this is the last thing, but this is one of the more important ones, which drives me absolutely insane. Okay, first of all, I always say this, and I say it a lot about cannabis, is that I don't think, I don't think that we should have to have social equity laws. I say that, while also recognizing that we absolutely have to have social equity laws. We have to. None of them are written properly, but we have to have something so that- Now they just want to take them out completely. Not not relook at them, not uh, you know, do it to build up our-, our uh, The charge was our for country. indecent exposure to a minor. It's just so crazy. So I can kiss a man in public, but if I, I kiss a girl in public, now it's indecent decent exposure. Like, what are we even talking about? If I kiss a man in public, it's fine. But if I kiss a woman in public, it's grooming. Like, what are we talking about right now? Um, so the other law that was overturned by our Supreme Court, who's older than fucking dirt and should be in it, I, that might get me in trouble. But anyways, I'm not trying to do it. I'm just saying they're old as fuck. Why haven't they died yet? Um, they overturned affirmative action. 
So now colleges don't have to, um, in, in colleges, uh, this is where it starts. So colleges uh, don't have to admit black students if they choose not to. There's no, it, the law was put in place because they were discriminating against black people and not allowing uh, black people into the colleges, into these Ivy League colleges uh, to get an education, even though they would qualify otherwise. This law does not affect anything uh, through nepotism. So you can be, uh, what do they call them? Uh, legacy. legacy. You could be a legacy and get accepted. But they can choose to deny you based on your race. Um, and let's be real. Legacy uh, families are primarily white and stupid. Legacy students do not have the academic ability to apply and get accepted to those schools. And the only way a majority of them are accepted to those schools is because they're a legacy. Yep. They're entitled to their, yeah, they feel mm -hmm. they're entitled. Because and they're they've not going to work for it. They've never, yeah, they've never That's had right. to work for they've it. They've never they had don't. to work for a single thing in their whole life. It's all been given to them, including their college education, including the job that they're going to get when they get out of college including the votes that they're going to get when they run for office. Mm -hmm. So that's your Supreme court. I really think, and I, you know, I don't know. I really think <laughs> that lifetime appointments are bullshit. I agree. I agree. You have to be, you know, especially as quickly as our everything moves nowadays too. Uh, they, they, how are they can't keep up with everything? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you can't even ask them to keep up with the type of phone they use. So yeah. <laughs> that we have um, people in office right now and in seats in the Supreme court right now who shouldn't be there at all. First of all, shouldn't be there at all. We have uh, a twice impeached individual president who's been indicted for several crimes, including stealing, basically, classified documents and rape. Oh, what did we forget? He was found guilty, bro. Like, what? Um, and people are still like, I'm going to vote for him. I know. I don't even understand. I mean, and I. Oh, I just want to tell y'all too. Robert Kennedy Jr. is a Republican. I know. And a he's Republican, Republican and Democrat clothing. He's a, he's, yeah, they're calling him a he's conservative a, Democrat. He, um, fuck that. He's a whole Republican. <laughs> He's a whole so so your choices are Biden and Robert Kennedy Jr. It's not even Republican light, y'all. He is a Republican. Um the other thing was uh 
The Supreme Court unanimously handed a major victory to religious groups by greatly expanding how far employers must go to accommodate the religious views of their employees. I guarantee you they will not be required to follow the religious views of their employees who are not Christian. I was going to say, what about, okay, so your, your employees that, you know, need prayer hours, need uh, time to, you know, religious holidays, uh, you know, what are, are we going to really, uh, you know? So it was a Sunday work at USPS. So I guess that's just, and it says the court ruled in favor of an evangelical Christian postal service carrier who refused to work on Sundays for religious reasons. Um, I think in this case, he refused to work on Sundays and they tried to get him to work on Sundays, even though that was how it was in the beginning of his employment. Like that was understood and agreed to. But also this is when it says this is like religious freedom, who right. this was a, this was a win for Christians. It's not a win for you. The Muslim who needs to take a break to go pray and needs a space to do that. It's not, it's not for you. Okay. It's not for you, the Jewish person who also wants a holiday off. You can't have your eight days off or even considered. It's not for you, person who doesn't practice religion. It's not for you, person who practices witchcraft. It is not for you, person who is a part of the satanic temple. It's not for you. None of these decisions are for any of y'all, by the way. And if you're a woman, forget it. Most of these decisions aren't for you either. Um, <clears throat> the Voting Rights Act Updated June 8th, the Supreme Court ruled against Alabama's defense of an electoral map drawn by the re state's Republican-dominated legislator. By a vote of five to four, a coalition of liberal and conservative justices essentially upheld the court's 1986 decision requiring that in states where voting is racially polarized, the legislator must create the maximum number of majority black or near majority black congressional districts using traditional redistricting redistricting criteria. So that seems like it's in, uh, okay. They passed Happy 420, uh, by the way, let me just oh, interrupt this, uh, somber moment. Of, uh, <laughs> sorry. It is 520. Happy, four, happy 420 on the West coast. Um, they also passed, um, the Indian child welfare act. Um, they upheld the they upheld the Indian Child Welfare Act, I should say, on Thursday for with a 72 vote. The court upheld the law's preferences for native tribes when uh, Indian children are adopted, ruling that the law does not discriminate on the basis of race and does not impermissibly impose a federal mandate on traditionally state regulated areas of power. So while they just passed that, there's actually a fight going on. Again, I can't remember the state. 
uh, that this is going on in, but, uh, it's a, it's a, uh, a babe, it's a baby. It's a young child. Her name is Cheyenne and she has been adopted by a white couple after her mother was murdered. Uh, the white couple has been seen, known to, seen to, and recently have posted very racist things about the native communities um, on their social media and et cetera, et cetera. Um, the father still has the right to his child, even though he's in prison right now, awaiting trial, I believe, for killing his baby's mother. The grandmother is petitioning the grandmother who is the maternal grandmother on uh, the mother's side is petitioning for custody based on this law, the Indian Child Welfare Act. Based on that law, the grandmother should have custody because she is a tribal member, that child. And her father is not. And he's making decisions behind prison walls. Yeah, no. And he doesn't know this couple. He has no idea who they are. It's, uh, yeah, our systems are. So when I say I don't want to be reincarnated back to earth, I am serious. There's got to be, there's got to be another place for me. This ain't it. Nope. I got to do the work then to not come back here. Got to do. <laughs> like what? What do I have to do to not come back here? <laughs> what the fuck? What the um, fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dude, the Satanic Temple, they are amazing people. They actually give a fuck about people and community and they do things for their community. Yeah, if you don't know about what you're talking about, then just don't call. No, I don't think I don't think that they were. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you were trying to be funny or whatever, but they are. They are really um, an amazing organization, and they protect the rights of women. As a matter of fact, if you're a part of this Satanic Temple, um, you as a woman have rights through your religion to bodily autonomy. That's part of the religion. They protect women. They were demonized by Christians. I'm just saying. Just saying. Just saying. What's next? Um, <laughs> We've been talking next? for an hour about some bullshit today. I know. It's all right. It's, it, you know, it's, it's our show. We can do it well. Yeah, I'm going to crack one open. I'm going to crack one open. Um. You want to jump into some commercials before we uh, get into some headlines? We doing headlines today? Because I, I did put some, throw some in here. Ow, motherfucker. That was weird. I just, that was awesome. Um, July is National Hemp Month. That is what powers our uh, queen kitty pop this CBD seltzers. Um, organically grown hemp with uh, natural botanical organic uh, fruit essences, well, terpenes, I guess. <laughs> it's not just fruit, terpene, um, botanical essence. Yes. We have a uh, lemon kiss at 10 milligrams. We have uh, the virgin cherry. That's the new girl. She's 20 milligrams. 
That's where it's at. Hey, listen, if you have a Dr. Pepper addiction, you got to get on this. You got to get on this virgin cherry. I'm not even fucking with you right now. Um, this doesn't have the new labels, but we also have our bubblegum burst and our nearly naked, which are exclusive to our line. Nobody else carries a naked seltzer. They no company is carrying a naked seltzer. Just us. You don't like, you know, if you don't like flavors, if you don't like, uh, you know, uh, some people, I mean, me personally, I would prefer something without flavor to flavor. Um, but I do love our flavors. So I will drink our flavors all day, every day. Um, but if you just like bubbly water and you, uh, you know, uh, you can add your own fruit juice to it if you want. You can make, if you don't, yeah, you know, like kitty tail, make a kitty tail. Um, is that the nearly naked? It's nearly naked. Oh, this is the reason that I was like, yeah, let's do this. Let's because do I this. Because yeah. I was, I was skeptical, skeptical too. I was like, there's no way you can make a CBD water with no flavor and make that taste good. No, you can't. And do this it. is so good. It is so good. And, um, and so with that, like I said, you know, we, we are, we are sober and sexy. We, uh, you know, I might have a cocktail, uh, you know, here or there or a beer, but, uh, and you are not at all. And, um, nah, cause then I start break dancing and it gets dangerous. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, and so, um, you can take that, uh, that, that nearly naked and you can mix it in with uh, whatever you like, whether you want to make a, a mocktail, a kitty tail, use it with spirits or NA spirits or, you know, just a can on its own is fabulous. It's refreshing. Um, if that. you, if you are one <laughs> to go to cannabis events or you uh, do consume a lot of cannabis, this is a nice way to balance out uplift and uh you know activate those those synergistic effects of uh of our whole plant you know listen when i go to those events the two things that happen i always get cotton mouth and i always try something like i'll i'll try a sample of something and it always leaves that weird thing that weird metallic kind of yeah and so we were at uh, we were at BizCon last year, and the those gummies were the worst that I had ever eaten. It was I, like dropping straight. Uh, it was you know, like I just straight processed oil onto and just yeah, ate just, it. It just like it. <laughs> and uh, you know we're nice. Mostly. We are mostly. And I so don't know. Like, I don't know. Sometimes I'm not sure I can, can I'm not sure how good my poker face is. So yeah. Like maybe always my please like good. put my face in check because I feel like I'm all yeah. <laughs> in my yeah. head. I'm like, is my face okay? <laughs> yeah. So, but I don't think we said anything to this guy except thank you, but yeah, I ate it in front of him you. and it was like good at first, which is there's, it's like they're saving grace. So that I don't make that. And I'm like, mm, that's pretty good. And then we walk away and immediately it hits. I mean, immediately it hits me. And it was such a strong. It like pulled all the moisture out of our mouth. And, um, and metal and just. And, and then you want. Yeah. And, and it was, I think you actually spit yours out. You found the can and, and spit it out. You're like, no, I'm like, it. I refuse. You're like, I refuse. Um <laughs> Um, so, yeah. so, so like I always tell people like 
you know, come give a, get a sample. But when you're done with this THC event and you're like super, you know, dragged and everything, come over here and get a CBD drink so that you can go home and like relax and not be wired and not be like foggy and shit. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, and you got to try it. Like you got to try it. Do where are our next events that we will be that they can come try it? We are. We're going to be in an event on Friday. If you um, look, I can look, I'll look, I'll tell you what it is. This air conditioner. No, it's too much. Calm down. So so Friday the 14th, right? Yeah. Friday the 14th. um, We are joining up with with Elijah tribe. Elijah tribe. Yes. And, and let's I see. That's Hold that's on. what you're looking up now. That's, is the the where up. and the where and the when. Um and we will uh get this posted on our socials. So if y'all have not joined us on any of our socials, you can go to solo.to slash uh cannabis closet four twenty or solo.to slash queen kitty seltzer. Yes. And you will find all of our links. Um, it's called rock the block party, grab a lawn chair, uh, pack a beverage, grab a friend and meet us at the rock the block party live music by little bit louder and Elijah tribe with Myron Henley. He's my favorite. He plays a mad sax. Um, it is from six to nine on Friday this week. If you're in Denver, 3132 North Humboldt Street, Denver, Colorado. So that's what we're going to be at. Um, we're going to be slinging drinks. So come give it a try. Sipping samples um, and slinging drinks. Sipping samples and slinging drinks. Um, we, I mean, I don't know. We haven't, we, we have talked about uh, uh, doing our own uh, boba sodas. Yes. Eventually we will have to maybe develop Do that more. Boba night at one of these. Like you could buy a boba for mm-hmm. yeah. Whatever. What we'll, we'll do our costs. Fun and sticky. That's that sounds great. <laughs> Speaking of fun and sticky, we'll just go right into <laughs> I, I pulled up uh, an article from Mashable, and they did the best CBD lubes. Oh, so let's. Um, we've we've talked about we've talked about things like this before. We did a we actually did a Valentine's Day episode with Miss Marnay. Yes. Uh, and uh, and that uh, you know, so much. <laughs> it was so fun. Um, and, and so was the follow up. So I feel yeah. we need to do we need I've to do another episode like that. So. Um, you know, there are a couple of brands out there. I would like to say that I haven't really found one that I thought was of any um, that didn't weird me out. So it's good that there's more. <laughs> yeah. So not all CBD lubes are created equal. This is from Mashable. Mashable. And they, it's from it's from 2021. But I haven't. I was like, I, I just typed in fun cannabis articles and it popped up this website. So I was like, oh, okay. Oh. Perfect. So we'll see what they have to say about because it is a couple of years old in regard to um, what brands are available. Um, 
So it kind of actually goes into the science behind CBD lube. Um, to be clear, there's much more research to be done on the medical benefits of CBD and cannabis in general, um, especially as it relates to sexual health. This is from OBGYN Dr. Melanie Bone. The medical marijuana women's doctor is uh, how she's being touted. Uh, she says she hasn't seen studies that prove uh, CBD is the secret sauce to lubricants, but that CBD does have a calming factor. So, um, I mean, it does. Let's see. It okay. does. It does. It says CBD is a vasodilator. This is according to Dr. Brandy, um, another OBGYN, um, a sex and pleasure coach and author. Um, vasodilator meaning it opens up, dilates the blood vessels. Uh, this means CBD lube likely helps with arousal by getting blood flowing to the genitals, which also helps with the production of the body's natural lubricants. It can also help mentally. So um, again, they're, they keep saying, oh, we got to do more research on it. Um, but they're you know, suggesting that CBD reduces anxiety and people with seasonal affective disorder. Um, your biggest sex organ is your brain. It is. <laughs> this is from Dr. Lynn Paradneck. Um, and she currently works with uh, medical cannabis patients um, and is a former OBGYN. Um, it's important to be present, be in the mood and want to be in uh, there no matter what you're using. So um, we have to get our brain in line with our bodies sometimes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So uh, let's see, even, da, 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 even if you use lube rather than smoke or ingest CBD, the cannabinoid can still reach your brain. Um, when you use the CBD lube, the molecules are absorbed by your body and enter the bloodstream where it circulates throughout. Um, they kind of go into what you could, should consider before buying one, um, you know, because there is a certain novelty effect to it. Um, so again, always, you know, don't, don't be buying CBD lube from the gas station unless you know it is an actual reputable brand that people have done, you know, some research on. Don't just buy your CBD from the gas station unless you know where it's, it's a from. Guinea. Unless it's a queen king, <laughs> unless it's a brand that you trust. So if you don't know the brand, then don't. <laughs> yeah, like make sure you do your research on the brand if you are buying it in, in these different places, because that, that's important. Um, it, is, it is, you know, a place where you might find like CBD drinks and CBD oils and things like that. Um, but do your due dil do your due diligence for yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, yes. cause it's really important to know those things. It is. Um, there are two factors. Well, there's two, you can get a water-based and you can get an oil-based, um, this, let's see, first, many but not all CBD lubes are oil-based. This is because CBD is a fat-soluble cannabinoid, meaning it dissolves in substances like oil, such as coconut or hemp oil. Um, oil breaks down condoms and sex toy materials, so don't use these lubes, CBD or not, with those items. Um, but there are water-based lubes, so always consider those um, as well. Um, these products take time to work, so you would want to, you know, take them 
in advance of, you know, give yourself time to warm up. Yeah, give it a um, second. Like, yeah. Foreplay is real. <laughs> I mean, and, I feel like, know, well. In all ways, not just touching, but, you know, mentally, physically, you know, all the things, right? I feel like that's twofold. Like, lube is going to work the way lube works like immediately. Okay. But like the CBD effects taking effect, that is the part where you're going to have to like, give it some time to like get in there and relax you. But lube on its own doing its lube thing. Um, things yeah. are going to get slick. Yep. 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 Um, uh, they, they suggest using a company that actually has lab test results. Uh, on Absolutely. Their product. Um, and especially with, uh, CBD and lube, uh, going in that, you know, um, you know, always check your ingredients just because, um, it just says CBD doesn't mean that there's not ingredients that you may not, uh, that may not agree with you, um, or your body, uh, let's say cannabis allergies do exist. Uh, users can be sensitive to other lube additives, uh, such as horny goat weed, as well so that must be a real um i'm gonna go with it's an actual botanical an actual botanical yeah (laughs) i probably named it that for a reason Uh, um sometimes there are also things that produce uh tingles like cinnamon oil or mint menthol oil so um don't confuse that with you know yeah not everything is meant for your down there's yeah, you want to be careful. Because you're right, a lot of salves and things like that. And also for cuts and scrapes and stuff, we often recommend salves, but read the ingredients because some of them do have like pepper type ingredients um, or cooling type ingredients like mints and things like that. So mm-hmm. you don't want that in a cut. Trust trust me. <laughs> Okay, so they did go into, you know, that's a lot of, they did a lot more uh, doctor talk. Um, we'll certainly get this posted on our, our, our Facebook. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, it doesn't have to just be for, you know, your sexy parts. It can be for body massage, working into uh, you know, mm-hmm. everything. So um, there is a list of, uh, they do go into some products. So again, you'll have to check that out because none of these people are paying us to say their names. Um, but they Not give a good, uh, a good handful but of if you recommendations want to, and you can do the Google. If you want to pay us to say your name. We'll do it. Yeah. We're always taking uh, offers <laughs> or <laughs> inquiries. Um, <laughs> but like Spanish. Something body. happened. And I think it's, you know, because I've been applying to these stupid jobs. Something happened. Now my search engine is not Google. And I got to figure out how to change it back. Oh. I actually had to physically go to google.com in order to use this Google search engine. And I thought I figured it out, but it, it did, I did not. I had to clear my, uh, my history and all and the cookies and stuff because yeah. I haven't, uh, whatever for X, Y, Z reasons. And so, um, now like things that, yeah, typically are really easy to log into. I have to remember things and I'm like, Oh, this is not cool. Uh, <laughs> I mean, and thankfully, things are all lo- linked by login with Google or login with Facebook. I'm like, as much as I hate it, I'm like, thank goodness, because click, then I don't have to yeah. <laughs> worry about our passwords. Um, what in the fuck kind of question is this? 
so that what are you, what are you reading? The would you rather questions. <laughs> this one is would you rather be this isn't the question y'all but it's like would you rather be a bowling champion or curling champion i'd rather not be that white ever like i never want to be that white um on an on a negative a uh, kind of a little bit this was a quick high times article uh a this came out um july 10th uh, a woman becomes the first person to be imprisoned for CBD in Hong Kong. Um, yeah. A woman was attempting to travel into Hong Kong with CBD, ketamine, and syringes, and recently received a two-month prison sentence. 32-year-old woman was recently put in prison for possession of CBD, um, according to the report from the Agents France Press. Uh, she has become uh, the first person to receive a criminal conviction uh, since Hong Kong officially banned it earlier this year. It is now illegal to possess, consume, or sell CBD and is categorized as the same substances like heroin, cocaine, and methamphetamine. Wow, Hong Kong. That, mm. um, the woman carried two CBD products when going through customs on March 29th. She was traveling from the U.S. to Hong Kong. According to the report, she also carried 2.2 grams of ketamine and 10 syringes, um, although it's not specified if they were empty or contained a specific substance. Um, she was sentenced on July 7th uh, for two counts of drug possession and one count for the syringes. Um, the Hong Kong Customs officials stated that her condition, quote unquote, reflects the seriousness of the offense and serves a clear warning to the general public. Um, Hong Kong's current law states that offenders caught with CBD can receive up to seven years in prison with fines up to Hong Kong's $1 million, approximately 128000 U.S. Um, those who are caught importing, exporting, or manufacturing CBD receive harsher pun punishments. And one of the main reasons that authorities say uh, led to the ban was because CBD can potentially be converted to THC. See what y'all did. Mm -hmm. You see what y'all did. Mm -hmm. You see, prohibition led to the creation of Delta 8 THC and all these other funky ass, stupid synthetic cannabinoids. And now some woman in Hong Kong, which don't fucking travel to Hong Kong. Come the fuck on. I'm gonna need y'all to be smarter. I'm gonna need y'all to be smarter. Okay. Uh, that's number one. Number two, number two, the reason that they outlawed CBD, a completely non-psychoactive, harm, harmless, full of health benefits cannabinoid is because they've been witnessing people taking that cannabinoid and turning it into a psychoactive untested, not sure what the benefits or what the negatives are of it, cannabinoid. And because it's potentially, pos it's possible that the CBD that she had in her pocket could be converted to THC, now she's in prison. Yeah. Um, but also um, don't fucking travel to fucking Hong Kong. I know. Know know the rules. Oh, know the know know where you're going. Know what they're uh you know and and you know try to avoid that. 
international prison. I mean, you don't want to go to prison in America, but you certainly don't want to go to prison in Hong Kong or any international prison, honestly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's a, a bummer there. Um, but stop traveling with it. But don't do don't go, that. Don't go to a foreign country with don't it. Don't go to a foreign country or countries where you know they don't like that kind of thing. I mean, and if you do, I mean, you just got to know your risk. There's a potential and possibility you're going to end up in prison in Hong Kong. Just like there is a potential and possibility that if I drive my ass through Tennessee, that I might end up in fucking jail, prison, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Know your risk. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. That's why um, I don't go to Texas. My mama keeps begging me to come to Texas. I know. Uh, no, a couple people that are like, oh, to Texas, I'm like, no. I don't have a felony in Texas, but I would if I went there. Um, Do you think my white girl charms would work in Texas? No. <laughs> they would look at me and know exactly who the fuck I am. Yeah, but it's so funny because, uh, you know, half of Texas comes out here to, uh, to, to smoke our marijuana, to smoke our cannabis and take it back. So um, with that, uh, get some Texas plates, I guess. I don't fucking know. Right. Can the I get DEA. a rental with Texas plates, please? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the DEA, the DEA celebrated their 50th war anniversary uh, on about the war on drugs. Um, but you know what? Drugs are winning. <laughs> Drug oh, use is higher than ever as the DEA celebrates it celebrates its 50th anniversary. You know why? Because the internet. Because the internet. Because people are talking to each other and we um, know which drugs uh, are killing us and which drugs aren't killing us. Which and which drugs are healing us mm -hmm. and, and, and not killing us. Um, mm -hmm. And and so. And even the one, and that's the thing, the ones that they're saying, you know, are so bad are, are actually ones, you know, some of them, I wouldn't say all of them, but, uh, you know, <clears throat> are, uh, yeah, so that's, uh, that's just a quick headline, um, and check it out in our show notes. I don't know um, if I've done this, would you rather before, but I just found one that made me want to vomit, so, <clears throat> uh, Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. We'll do Let's it. If we do did it. it before, we can do it again. Okay. Are we ready for the would you rathers? Is everybody back at their computer? <laughs> everybody, come back. Come back. Wake up. Phones, Wake up. computers. Stop doing the dishes. Dry your hands off. Send the kids in the other room because this is going to get gross. Y'all let us know what you're at. <laughs> I'm going to start simple. I'm going to start simple. Because both of these things that I hate, so I, I don't know what I would choose. But I'm going to start simple. Okay, so this one's not super gross. I mean, depends on where you live. And anyway, okay. Would you rather never have to clean a bathroom again or never have to do dishes again? One time my mother-in-law told me that I should just enjoy doing dishes since I have to do them anyway. <laughs> Absolutely the fuck not. <laughs> I didn't say that because I don't cuss her in front of her. But um, 
No. So it's either uh, never clean the bathroom again or never clean dishes again. Correct. And we're going to assume that those things are done and that you just don't have to do them. Just magic. Magically. The leprechaun. Little, little. Uh, like the little elves come in and do it for you. Yeah. <clears throat> I go with um, never have to clean the bathroom again. <laughs> Hands down. Hands down. Um, because that's not just the sink and, you know, it's the toilet, the bathtub, the floors. The bathtub. There's hair in there. I don't like it. Um, Sometimes you got to wash the walls. Uh, because the out, of, out of nowhere, out of nowhere, I, in every house I've ever lived in, <clears throat> in every house I've ever lived in, out of nowhere, there will be water drips on the walls. What the fuck is that? Where is that coming from? Is it condensation? Like maybe, maybe it's like condensation that dripped down, and I just didn't notice it when I was in the shower that the walls were like, you know, whatever. But it's just like it's so like a buildup of it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's so weird. I'll just look up one day and I'll be like, damn, there's drip, there's water drips on the wall. Um, I'm never cleaning the bathroom again. I hate cleaning. I cleaned the bathroom recently, cleaned the tub, and I felt like I had to wash it like four times because I thought it was clean, and then I would look again and I'd be like, no, I missed the spot. Like, bleh, bleh, bleh. I hate it. I and hate it. Only, I hate the the only way that I've been able to get a clean bathroom where I was like, okay, is using those damn like super harsh, like yeah. bubbling chemicals. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's what I used to. I used to stuff. The kaboom. It smells horrible. It's bad for your respiratory system. And what have you missed a spot? And then you're washing it right down into our water stream. Into the water stream. It's gross. So dishes, not so harsh chemicals. We just use in soap and water. It's great. Perfect. Um, I hate doing the dishes also, but I will do them over cleaning the bathroom. If we got to flip a coin about it, um, you could flip the coin. Go go clean the bathroom. I'm not doing it. I just don't want to do it. So Auto clean bathroom. I mean. Stays shiny and clean all the time. Part of me says, where's our Rosie robot? And then part of me is like, no, because I saw iRobot. So I know how that shit works. I'm not doing that. Um, so, you know, part of me wants the robot to come in and clean my bathroom. But then part of me is like, nah, we good. Because you're going to try to lock me in when we have a curfew and shit. I can't do it. For your safety. And no robots way. will have no qualms about killing humanity. Listen, right? somebody asked uh, an AI like a robot uh, if they were going to try to destroy humanity. And I guess she side-eyed him. She was like. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, do it. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing is like, if AI is late learning from us and we're feeding it all into them, then what the fuck do you think is going to happen? You fuckheads. I highly encourage every single one of you to go watch iRobot. If you haven't seen it already, if you've seen it already, go watch it again. Okay, because there are lessons to be learned here. Uh, I'm never cleaning the bathroom again, though. We'll do the dishes. Well, yep. Done. We'll do the dishes. Um, but yeah, when you do the dishes, you got to wipe everything down too. But again, I don't feel like there's such harsh chemicals in the kitchen not, as they're yep. in the bathroom. Nope. I could, nope. Way easier. Okay. Second one. The last one's really gross. I'm just going to save it for last. So. Would you rather <clears throat> only wear one color each day or wear seven colors every day? You have to wear seven. It's either one or seven. You have to wear one color or you have to wear seven colors. Seven. See, this is, see, I have, see, is I have an issue with this question. 
Uh, I don't want to wear seven colors. We could be seven shades of gray. I mean, but this, that's my <laughs> issue is that I don't like to wear black with black. Like if, if I'm wearing this black shirt and then I'm wearing black pants, guess what? They're probably <laughs> two different shades of black. That's not cool. Nobody wants that. Whatever. I always, <laughs> I always feel like I, cause like right now I'm wearing like a green skirt and I'm very muted. I'm still very muted. I'm very like not, sometimes I do that. Sometimes I choose most, this is it. One color. It's going to have to be one color, but it will bother me if that one color doesn't matter. Like if you wash the pants too many times. Well, then it wouldn't be one color. It'd be two different colors. But they're the same so color. It have to always but have one to is just same. faded. <laughs> faded. Uh, and is it like, is it you get to change? Can you change the color every day? Yeah, yeah. You can wear a different color, color every, every day. Every you wear a different color every day. I mean, but you can only wear one color. You're just going to walk around looking like Big Bird if you choose yellow. You just, you're going to look like Grimace. What? Who's drinking this milkshake from McDonald's? That thing looks disgusting. Have you seen the parodies for it? I, I haven't. I The only reason why I know anything about it is because we talked about the the whole like tasting it salty with salty or not oh and, yeah um, because if it, if you're eating french fries before it tastes more berry and if you don't eat anything salty before it tastes more vanilla -y. yeah and i have not um i don't not, do it i so haven't now, seen any commercial so now there's it. first of all we don't even we don't even um we don't even shop at that establishment let's just start there like we mcdonald's is pretty much not a place that any of us go but um so, so there's these parodies on tick, like there people are making videos of themselves drinking the purple grimace drink and then mysteriously dying with like purple shit coming out of their face or Stop whatever. I'm not lying. To look it up on TikTok. I'm not lying. Y'all go look it up. It'll be a pleasure. Sure. <laughs> and, and McDonald's doesn't have a, a problem with this. <laughs> I mean, what are they gonna do about it? <laughs> So, um, anyways, don't drink that. And also I did you a favor, everybody. And I stand by my, uh, my feelings on this. I stand by them. Um, there's only one flavor of frosty. Chocolate. It's always, chocolate. Always and it's forever. not vanilla and it's not strawberry. Okay. Um, they taste disgusting. So strawberry tastes straight like, like that old school penicillin medicine stuff that they used to make us take. <laughs> Listen, don't do it. Just stick with chocolate. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a life lesson. Okay. There's only one flavor of frosting. All right. Are y'all ready for the last would you rather? Cause it is. It is not strawberry for me. Don't care. It's it's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. It tastes like fake strawberry. It doesn't taste like quick. strawberry. You know what I thought it was going to taste like was like strawberry ice cream that was like thick blended, right? It tastes like fake powder strawberry. Like strawberry quick? Not even. Well, maybe. Maybe. Mm, maybe. Mm -mm. Milky medicine. It's disgusting. Don't do it. Okay. Listen, <laughs> chocolate is the only flavor of frosty. I stand by this. <laughs> Having tried all three of these concoctions, I stand, I stand by it. 
Um, the last one, are y'all ready for that? Y'all are not ready for this. Uh, I'm not ready to even say it. All right. I don't know if we've done this one before or not, but it's so gross. Would you rather? Oh my God. While we decide on what we would rather do, okay, uh, I'm going to recount a story while we decide after I read this question. So, okay. <clears throat> would you rather eat an egg with a half-formed chicken inside or eat 10 cooked grasshoppers? Listen, um, these are both delicacies in other countries. What did you reread it? Because I would you rather eat a an egg with a half-formed chicken inside or eat 10 cooked grasshoppers? Grasshoppers. I mean, grasshoppers all day. I, you already, we already know. Okay. So let me tell y'all what happened to me. <laughs> Cause is, yes, exactly. I'm like, mm -mm. let me tell you what happened to me the other day. I guess this is a couple weeks ago. This is a couple weeks ago. It was like a week yesterday. Go, ago. <laughs> uh, I don't even know. Okay. So the other, so the other day I said, you know, it was a, it was like a low grocery day. Sorry, I'm scratching my eye. It was a low grocery day. We, we were going grocery shopping in the very soon near future, but we, yeah. we were, it was a low grocery day. You had to prepare everything that was in the, in the thing. And I was not preparing anything. So I, exactly. Cause it's a delicacy. Um, so I said, I'm going to, I'm going to have a couple eggs because I work out so hard that I like need the protein and I like, I wasn't about to thaw some chicken. So I was just like, let's do eggs. Right. So, so I get my pan, listen, life lesson here. I get my pan ready and, um, you know, Gordon Ramsay, I think probably, or some cooking chef has probably taught me that you should crack your eggs into a bowl. You should not crack them into your pan, but I was just cooking me some eggs. So I was just like into the pan. The first one was beautiful. It was a beautiful egg. And then I cracked the second one. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened, but the second one, when I cracked it, It was like watery inside and kind of like an, a, like a rusty brownish color, like rusty water in my pan with my perfectly good other egg. So I dumped them out because I didn't smell it. I didn't do a smell test on it. We're just, we're going to make you are, it. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, I was sitting there. You were like, and, and you described it and that almost, I didn't even see it. And I almost was like, nope. Let me tell you how off-putting it is to crack an egg open and for the yolk to be water. Like it is, it is one of the few times that if that slimy ass yolk doesn't come out of that fucking egg, I'm not eating. What is that? What in the fuck. I cracked two more eggs. One is good. The other is bad. I cracked one more. That one is bad. I said no more. I just cooked the one good egg. 
I couldn't do it anymore. I didn't. I, even did, I thought, yeah, I was like, did you even eat the good egg? I ate the good egg. It had a robust yolk and a robust mucous membrane. I don't know what happened. We end up throwing that whole thing out. Yeah. Because, yeah. So <laughs> like Walter came home and he was like, let me check. And he opened like two eggs and they were like rust water. Huh? No, I can't. I can't. Nope. Food texture matters in the, in yeah. the, in the grossest of ways and in the, and then in the nicest of ways, like <clears throat> there's plenty of things in life. If it pours out by wa like water, then I'm going to be happy about that. Okay. But in eggs, eggs don't make that list. No, not unless they're like in a carton and they're supposed to be that way. And I don't do that either. So like, what, why is it watery? It should be mucusy and slimy and like, you can't pick it up with your fingers that, it slides out of your hand like that. That it should be slimy as fuck. Anyways, I'm gonna eat grasshoppers. Meat grasshoppers, especially if they're cooked. Sauteed them, bitches, and butter. Yep. I ate a grub like that once. So crispy, crunchy, uh, crispy. It's gonna taste like chicken. I'm. Yep. It's a guarantee. Of some sort, it, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a guarantee. I ate that grub in India. No. Malaysia, India. I don't know. Anyways, I ate that thing. It was gross, uh, texture wise, yep. but the flavor chicken, buttery, crispy skin chicken. I don't know. I don't it know. was slimy on the inside though. I do not recommend it. Ugh. I mean, I'm at least it could be, maybe if you give it to me with a cracker or no, uh, eat that cracker. no. I'll give it a two out of 10. And the only reason it gets a two is because it tasted like chicken. And that's the only reason it gets The crickets are going to taste like chicken. They're going to taste like chicken chips. Remember those chicken chips? I don't remember them because you ate them all before. They were so good. I got these chips. They were made out of chicken. I ate them so hard. I almost ate the fucking, the little packet the little packet uh, that keeps them fresh. <laughs> it would have killed me. <laughs> I was like, why is this chewy? And I pull it out and it's the fucking little fresh seal packet. Those triangle chicken chips. I think that's what they're called. They're fucking bomb. Don't eat the little packet though. <laughs> I was rubbing on them. Oh my God. They were so good. Okay. Listen, we're going to um, pop over to Discord for a moment after the show. As as always, it's it's been an absolute pleasure to hang out with y'all. Y'all can um, join us on Discord. Solo.to slash Cam's Closet 420 is where you can find us. I will upload past shows as soon as possible. I've been on the road a little bit and such, as we explained in the beginning. Um, so, yeah, come catch us over on the Discord. Um, and we'll, we'll hang out. <laughs> Taco Bell had them. Oh, the triangle chicken strip. Oh, the, the I, I thought you meant the crickets. And I was like, well, I mean, that's a new angle for Taco Bell, but it's okay. <laughs> what if Taco Bell started serving crickets? Crickets. <laughs> 
I mean, <laughs> I, I, I was really excited about the, uh, the, uh, Cinnabon, Cinnabon balls. balls. Oh my god, those! I things. don't think I would be equally excited about crispy crickets. Listen, if if a restaurant in your neighborhood uh, served this as a delicacy, would you order it? I would probably as want to. I don't know if I, depending on who I was with. Uh, I I will try things if if it's not too I don't know I I will try it once. He said, "I'd eat a grasshopper. I'd eat a grasshopper taco." What if we open a restaurant and just call it Bugs, and then that's what we serve? We just serve. there are places that are like that. There, I would I I would bet on it that there's one in Florida. That you can like, you can like dip your ice cream in ants. Oh my god! <laughs> Chocolate covered ants. Yeah. Yes. For dessert, <laughs> we have um, vanilla ice cream topped with chocolate covered ants. Caramelled crickets. No. Oh <laughs> he said, "Fuck yeah!" He's spending money there. We just opened a restaurant. It's called Bugs. People just come in and they order larva, larvae off of our menu. Cooked larvae. I mean, sometimes, but you know, that's the, okay. But, but it would have to be like from a recipe as a delicacy from another country. But that grub that I ate was cooked, but you could also eat it not cooked, but you don't, you can't eat the head when it's alive. Because it's got poison like, brains. It'll brain you. It'll probably, it's some kind of toxin or something. Bug That'd sushi. Be- <clears throat> I bet we could make millions. <laughs> I bet people will come from everywhere to eat at our bug restaurant. There's like a roadkill restaurant. Call it Ladybugs. <laughs> There's that, um, there's that place in Denver. I think it's still open. I think it's called Buckhorn. It's been open for years. So I don't imagine it's not doing well. And they serve like game. So you can get like snake and alligator and like ostrich. Yeah. Interesting. Anyways, you guys come join us over on discord to continue the conversation. If you'd like solo.to slash cannabis closet 420 as always we really appreciate y'all tuning in um and hanging out with us uh you know be nice to yourself put your mask on before assisting others yes uh cultivate love bring it to you you deserve it you do you and, do and as always stay lifted, stay lifted. Thanks to the distillate for saving my life today because I'm in a hotel room and I can't smoke a blunt. But I have one, so I'm going to go mobile when we go on Discord. All right, sweet. (laughs) All right, cool. (laughs) Guys, stay lifted, stay gifted. All right. Uh, Love you guys. Thank you so much. All right. Woo, woo, woo.